guys, welcome to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Chris Cocott, and it's been a couple weeks since I have sat down to record one, so I am going to hop on here and do a doozy for you. <sighs> I'm coming at you from Costa Rica, you guys. I'm sitting actually currently in my second location. Um, we had a house for about a month, and then we had to jump to another place, and then on Monday we hopped to another place <laughs> for another long month which is beautiful um, and then we have to hop to another place so here's what I'm doing I've had a few days of tears obviously and obviously obviously because I have been like not even so much tired but just feeling that unsettledness you know like I, I just I just want a place to call home and what I'm learning about myself and what I'm learning is that each place that we have situ like landed is where I'm living in that moment and each place we land I'm just creating some stability and whatever that looks like for me um, I really haven't even done a ton of morning routines I have just found my moments throughout the day that ground me going for swims in the ocean, walking on the sand, swinging in the hammocks, whatever that is for me, um, listening to the birds, there's just incredible amount of, you know, um, animals around here, being with my doggos, working at the Rescue Foundation, anything that just grounds me, no matter where it is that my head is laying down at the end of the night, so, and it's working. <laughs> so, right now, I am at, it's a place in Costa Rica here in Samra called Treehouse Inn. If you want to look it up, go for it. It's really cute. They're tree houses, like style tree houses with a bathroom, of course, and a bedroom and a living room and a little kitchen. And then underneath it, there's this really cool open space with two hammocks, two loungers, um, a table that they serve you breakfast on every morning so we get breakfast served to us so I'm really enjoying that a sink and a barbecue and it's looking right out at the ocean and trees and palm trees and coconuts all over and it's actually extremely peaceful and I'm just getting ready to do a couple coaching calls tonight and I thought I'm gonna do a quick episode for you guys I haven't come on here and done what my passion is and that's talking about people pleasing and that's talking about helping you um, break those patterns and first of all become aware of when we're living in a state of making sure everybody else is happy but ourselves so that's what this one's going to be about it's actually um, going to be three different ways that people pleasing can show up in a relationship and I want to go down the, that road with you so um, so if you hear dogs barking if you hear a motorcycle go by really fast if you hear birds really loud possibly you might be picking up the waves in the background who knows but if you hear any of that stuff just roll with it and I'm not gonna edit it out because it's real life and it's where I am so and real quick also thank you um, I've said it on my social media, but I want to thank you here if you're listening to this for all the love and the support and the comments and all the things that you guys send to me. I can feel your love. I can feel your energy. And it's incredibly helpful as this massive transformation transition is happening with our family. So, okay, let's get started. Are we ready, you guys? So my passion is helping people overcome and first of all, becoming aware 
of people pleasing habits that we may have. And what I want to narrow in today is how they show up in marriage, how they show up in dating, how they show up possibly in a friendship, in a work relationship, any type of relationship that you might have could be with a family member. And these are all things that I have experienced. And when I'm not living in my highest self, meaning I haven't, I'm not living in a space where I know <laughs> I'm living authentically to who I am. These are kind of the things that I will fall back into as it's, you know, really set ingrained patterns that most of us will have adopted and will have learned at a very young age. So um, I want to tell you the first one. I want to tell you the first. I'm not sure what's going on there, but the first one is you fear conflict and criticism so you won't say anything and you keep your truth quiet and you will agree with whatever the other person is saying so you're in you're in a conversation right and maybe it's with your mom your dad your siblings your spouse your boss a co-worker your boyfriend girlfriend and inside you know that you just don't agree with it. You might not like disdain, you know, sitting in disdain, but you're just like, I actually don't think like that, or that's not my truth. But instead you finding your, you find yourself going, yeah, yeah, same, or you don't say anything at all because you're afraid to rock the boat. You're afraid of conflict. And what I want to invite you to do when those moments come, ask yourself, why am I afraid to disagree? What am I afraid is going to happen? Because over time, you eventually will grow resentful and bitter towards that other person that you continually keep doing this with. And you eventually get really mad at yourself because you know you don't agree with that or you know you want to speak up or you know you want to say your truth. You, you know you want to say yours. So for me, I will give you an example so that you can go, oh, that's me, or no, mine's another reason. For me, if I, I learned very young to just agree with what other people were saying to keep the peace because I was, how do I say this? I thought arguments left meant rejection. I thought if you disagreed with somebody, it meant you were rejected by them, okay? So I just learned to not disagree with people at all. I did inside, I did inside, or I thought, huh, that doesn't sound right. So early on, when I was little, my dad used to say, I'm gonna go religion here for a second because I just want you to get an idea here of, of what intuition. When I was little, my dad used to say, give me Bible stories and tell us stories about, you know, hell, right? If you had sex before marriage, you're gonna go to hell. If, and it wasn't so much even just him, it was the religion that I was in, which was Christianity. Um, it was very that way, okay? So burning hell, flames, fire, like you're actually in a fire pit, like, you know, that you roast marshmallows over. So if you had sex before marriage, if you swore, if you drank, if you got drunk, if you got a tattoo, if you had a, you know, a piercing other than your earlobe, because in my family an earlobe was okay, but I had to be like 16 before I got that. But any other type of piercing was not okay. Um, so dancing too close to somebody, you know, that joke about, you know, when you're at a dance, you guys might not even know this. So 
might go right over your head, but we were always told to leave room for the Holy Spirit, meaning leave room for Jesus in between the two of you so that you're not super close because obviously dancing leads to sex. But duh. <laughs> so there was, there was this thing inside of me that was like, how, how, like that doesn't even make sense. Like I was eight years old and I remember thinking, there's no way we're going to go live in a fiery furnace of hell. There's no way we can go do that. Like, how do you survive in a fiery furnace? And then we would be told Bible stories of like roasting marshmallows while you're down there because it was going to be quote unquote fun. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense, but I never disagreed. I just was like, okay, okay. Now that was a bit extreme. I get it. But if there's things in your life that people are saying to you that you're like, I really don't think like that, or that's not my belief, or I do not agree with how we are treating this person at work or how we are doing this, but you don't say anything for the fear of what? The fear of what? Are you afraid of rocking the boat? Are you afraid that person's going to leave you? Are you afraid they're not going to be friends with you? Are you afraid they're not going to have that communication with you anymore? Are you going to lose somebody? What is it that you're afraid of? Or maybe, here's another one for me. I was always afraid to speak up because I didn't, I always thought I had to have some sort of big reason behind my intuition. I don't know if you guys just heard that, but that was a notice that just came up. Um, I always thought I had to have a big reason behind my intuition. Okay. And if you guys know anything about intuition, you sometimes have no words for it. It's a feeling that's indescribable, but you know it deep in your gut. So there was many times in my life where I just knew something, but I wouldn't have been able to explain it because it was just so deeply within me that I just knew that was my truth, but I never said anything. I stayed quiet because I didn't know how to explain it. And I felt like I had to explain it. There we go. I felt like I had to explain it. So those are my reasons why I stayed quiet and I decided to not say anything. And that went into my marriage. That went into having children. And I wouldn't say anything to my kids because I'm like, I don't want my kids to not like me. Like, heaven forbid my children don't like me. Right? So where is it in your life? That's what I want to ask you. Where is it in your life? Is this one area that you are keeping quiet because you are, you, you're afraid of conflict and criticism so you don't say anything? that's number one in a relationship okay that's people pleasing a people pleasing tell a people pleasing red flag a habit that kind of stuff the thing is with all of these that I'm going to tell you guys the most beautiful thing is is that we can we can change it it is just that it is a habit it's not how you were born it is not just who you are at all you can and have the power if you are willing to and you can become aware of them to change them to not be so people-pleasing, not be so making sure everyone else is okay and inside you're dying a little bit each time. Number two, you continually allow the other person's opinions and beliefs to override your own. You base your decisions on what they think you should do. So this goes to my pur my love of purple. I, I tell this story often and I've actually don't, I think I told them my very first episode on this one, but I was the person that would ask you what your favorite color was. I'd be like, Hey, what's your favorite color? You were like, Oh, it's teal green. Mine too. Well, I mean, I like that color, but it's definitely not my favorite color, but it was whoever I was with, I would base my decision and my opinion on whatever theirs was. Okay, so we're out, you know, somewhere. I mean, I'm using very, very simple 
simple analogies here because that's usually where it starts. That's usually where it starts is something, and we don't think of the simplicity of it. We think of this big, grandioso thing. We'd be out and someone would be like, oh, I love tuna tartar. Me too, I love that same, same. Well, no, gross. I mean, I actually really do. But what I'm saying is you end up agreeing and allowing other person's opinions and beliefs to override your own, even though you know inside that is not okay. Maybe you're in a group and they're all talking about somebody and you just are like, this is so not who I am. But you allow that moment to just go and you start basing what you do on what you think they're thinking of you. So think about in your relationships, all of them, okay? When I'm talking about these things, I want you to think of relationships in general, not so much circumstances, but how you act, things you say or don't say in a relationship just so that the people will like you. Now, here's the thing, you guys. We're all gonna have this a little bit. We all, everybody in the world has a little bit of people pleasing depending on the circumstance, depending on what it is, where you are, all that good stuff. Everybody has it. The problem lies, and this is what I talk about as well often, the problem lies is when you make this a consistent thing that you stop living your life and you make sure everybody else is okay with what you are doing. You're seeking external validation on the daily. You're doing things um, to, to get that external praise, okay? You aren't living in integrity with yourself. You aren't doing things that you know will make you happy for the fear of what other people will think. That's when it becomes an issue over and over and over again. Of course, we're going to make these decisions sometimes where it's like, oh my gosh, I just did that. And because I was so scared what they were going to think. And now it's almost a joke in my, in my family is we will say things like, well, I just said yes to that because I didn't want that person mad at me. And we all go, okay, what are we going to do about it? You know, and either we phone and cancel, either we say, actually, you know what? I spoke up. I don't actually want to do that. I'm sorry. Um, or we follow through and we deal with the decision that we made. So it's very much like, um, it could be at a restaurant, right? And everyone's ordering all this food and you're like, I'm actually really just wanting a salad, but you end up doing burgers and fries and a glass of wine. And you're like, oh, why did I do that? Because you succumb to what other people may think of you ordering just that salad, okay? So that was number two. Think about that for a second. And these are not one-offs. I'm talking about, are these patterns in your life? Are these things that are continually happening that you are leaving, you are left feeling resentful, you're left feeling sad, you're left feeling drained, you're left feeling like, oh, that's so not me, but at least everyone else is happy. <laughs> Any of those types of feelings are going in there, um, less, just not happy with yourself, because you know deep inside, your boundaries are leaky, you're just letting everybody walk all over you, you're saying yes when you really mean no. Okay, number three continually placing others' needs above your own so that you gain approval and love. Here is the external validation I was talking about. You need their attention, validation, and acceptance. You never truly feel, feel fulfilled in a relationship because here's why. You're constantly living out of alignment with yourself. You're doing things to please them, hoping 
hoping that you give that hoping that you get that love acceptance approval attention back from them and when you don't get it you're left feeling deflated and you're like I just did all that stuff I was hoping that they would like me I just did that da, 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 hoping that they, and they didn't even pay attention to me so then you left never being really fulfilled within a relationship because every time you're doing something for them and you don't receive it you feel less than so again I'm not saying all the time I'm not saying all the time but when you come to a place that you feel so fulfilled because you don't need other people to tell you what you're saying or doing is good and right and healthy and blah, 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 all this other stuff you just are living truth to who you are true to who you are that's when you feel the most fulfilled because it's a give and take you're not looking for somebody to give you that good job thumbs up now yes that's very nice especially if one of your love languages is words of affirmation which is mine that's my top one I should actually do my love languages again because I think it might be changing but anyways side note so pay attention to that for me um, another example that I will just shed for you is when I post on social media yeah this is how I do this it's been yeah I've been doing this for a long time now I post from my heart and from my soul and if it helps one person out there great but I don't need people to say this was amazing that was awesome thank you thank you thank you I get it but I don't need that anymore whereas when I first started in my business eight years ago nine years ago I needed that I, I realized quickly that that was a that was a real healing part that I needed to take care of because I would post on social media and if I didn't get anyone liking or loving or commenting I was like I suck what am I doing why do I even share I remember having those feelings and I'm like oh I might need to do some work around this so over the past you know numerous years now it's really just been I say things from my heart and if it helps somebody great and if not it sure helped me <laughs> I've said it before I am a life coach helping people stop the pattern of people pleasing because it helps me every single time I teach healers and light workers coaches we're not above anybody else we just help other people as well as ourselves at the same time we might be a little bit you know one step ahead of some of you we might be miles ahead of some of you some of you are grandioso ahead of me in different areas of our life we're all just walking this together but this was one area that I was like oh I know I can help people in this because I've done this and I know this works and I know these are the signs for this for people pleasing these are the signs so throughout this whole episode here the biggest thing I want you to take away is just really becoming aware of when you're saying and doing things in a relationship to make sure that other person is happy but you are abandoning yourself you're neglecting that truth that you feel deep down inside not even deep down sometimes right sometimes it's sitting right in the throat and then we still don't say something because we're afraid of what they're gonna think ask yourself why you're so scared of what they're gonna think or say or do or what is the reaction that you're scared of are you scared of, of you know um, discourse are you f scared of chaos are you scared um, I was never scared that Carmen was going to walk out the door I don't think consciously but I think subconsciously I was because that's what I knew in my life is that when there was arguing in my house 
my mom and dad got divorced. So I equated arguing to divorce. And so for me, it was like, or if I had an argument with somebody and they didn't like me anymore. Oh man. If somebody didn't like me. Oh, I remember my very first time on social media and someone gave me a bad review or said something they didn't agree with what I said. Oh, I, someone didn't agree with what I said. I remember phoning my girlfriend and I was like, (gasps) I was bawling, (laughs) bawling. And she goes, good. That's perfect. That's exactly what you need. And then a few years ago, I remember saying to my coach that I had at the time, I said, I'm ready. I'm ready for people to disagree. I'm ready to push buttons. And she's like, good. Because then you're speaking your truth because not everybody will agree with you. Not everyone will like you. And that is okay. And that is a-okay. So you guys, I want to wrap this up by saying, I love you. I want to wrap this up by saying, wherever you're at in your journey, just know you're supposed to be exactly where you are. Become aware of those moments that you do make sure everyone else is okay but you. And then the lastly, if you need help or would like help in this area, please feel free to reach out to me. This is what I work one-on-one with my private coaches, coaching clients to do. Um, you can go to my website, kristacocott.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Guys, I'm everywhere. So just know that you don't have to do this alone. I can give you guidance and tools to actually help you deal with this if you would if you are ready to live a more authentic life that's yours and not living for other people so all right i gotta hop off i gotta do some coaching calls now and thank you for listening i love you i love you i love you thank you for your support and i will chat with you next time